0: It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the Word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the Word. And for his death and resurrection. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
1: Thank you, God. Oh, yes, she ever well.
0: praise. Come on. Come on, clap for Jesus. That is not for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank
1: you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh! Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, Lord.
0: You may be seated. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many of you were healed while we were worshiping? Put up your hand. You came with anything and you're healed. Come on, put up. So people should see that God has healed you. Praise God. What has God healed you? Are there any others? What has God healed you? I've been having um, a challenge with my spinal cord, and the doctors were telling me that uh, with the time I may be completely paralyzed and sit on a wheelchair. And when I came, I was feeling some paralysis on my right-hand side, but I feel... But now it's gone. Come on, somebody. Clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Who else? I've seen a few more hands. Put up quickly. I want to start preaching. What has God done for that other hand? What has God done for you?
1: I, I came with a, a swollen, hurting knee because I got an accident on Sunday night and I was limping, but as we worshipped all the pain, winter and I can't
0: Praise God. Hallelujah. If you have a blood disease, go and check tomorrow. Praise the Lord. If you have a problem with your ear, put, put your finger in the ear now. God is healing you now. I rebuke that spirit of deafness in the name of Jesus. If it's closed, I command it to open now. 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 If it has any affliction, I command it to loose now. I command any pain in your ear to heal now. In Jesus' name. Check your ear. And put up your hand if you felt a change. Give the Lord a mighty hand of the praise. Hallelujah. Are you happy? Even me, I'm happy. Are we ready for the word? Tell your neighbor, this is my year. Oh, this is my year. I don't know about last year, but this one, it is not surviving me. Tell your neighbor. All right, let's open our Bibles to the book of Psalms 48. Psalms 48, the 8th verse. If you're there, you say Amen. I'm going to share something very deep yet very quickly, so if I leave you, get the CD. Why don't you to say, let's go. As we have had, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts... In the city of our God, God will establish it forever. Selah, meaning take a deep thought about it. Just don't bypass it and go to the next verse. Let's first think on that. Hallelujah. Read again. (laughs) So have we seen in the city of the Lord of our hosts. In the city of our God. God will establish it forever. Read it the last time. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord. Uh Of Uh hosts. God will establish it forever. When the word there in the scriptures brings the word seller, it means take a deep thought on such things. The Spirit of God cannot tell you to take a deep thought on certain things when there is not a mind He has toward those things. Are you hearing me? There are certain things that bypass us or can bypass you, but there are certain things that should never bypass you. Hallelujah. Seller. In other words, take a deep thought. Now, please follow me because I don't want to leave you. Do you realize the Bible doesn't say what we have had, so have we seen in the city of the Lord? The Bible could have said what we have had, so have we seen in the city of our Lord. No. The Bible says as we have had, so have we seen in the city of our Lord. Can I repeat that? When the Bible says what we have seen... Is what we have heard is what we see. Okay? It means that the total sum of how much is given you is the total sum or spoken to you is the total sum of how much you see. But here he's saying, As we have heard, that means to the degree of our hearing in what is given to us, so have we seen in the city of our Lord. Are you with me? So that means God draws a distinction between what and how you hear. That's why in the Gospels, there's a place where the Bible tells us to take heed of what we hear. You understand? In other words, primarily, it's important that the witness that every Christian receives in their soul must be aligned to divine truth. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says in Mark 4.24. He says, and he says unto them, take heed what ye hear. He says, with what measure ye may, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. Do you understand and that's how the spirit of revelation functions let me explain that for a while give me the amplified of that amplified for me uh-huh and he said unto them be careful what you are hearing are you hearing me and he says the measure listen listen of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue that is the anointing And knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. That means if a man says, oh, I need the anointing, what are you hearing? I need to increase in knowledge, what are you hearing? He says, because the thought that you give and the study you give, that means you have to think on these things. You don't just read the word, you have to think on it. That is the place of meditation, because what meditation does is it shifts the word of God from here to your spirit. And when it shifts into your spirit, it will automatically work out of your life. It will work out of your life. That's how the word of God becomes integrity to the soul of every believer. It must leave the mind and then get into your soul, in your spirit. That's why many people don't produce results. You know why they don't produce results? Because the word is here. They have it here. It's not from here. Hallelujah. But when the word of God shifts from here and gets into the system, everything starts to work the way. Now listen. He says, take heed what you hear. It's important, okay? Of course, everyone thinks that... Oh, some people think that you can listen to every preacher. As long as they're all born again. You understand? (laughs) You can listen. Let me tell you. As you start to grow up, you realize that you don't listen to everybody. Anybody can teach you, but you don't learn from everybody. Never forget that. I repeat, anybody can teach you, but you don't learn from everybody. In other words, we have to have a place of humility to be taught by anybody. You understand? The humility to be taught by anybody. And the maturity to minister comfort to those who are not necessarily teaching us. But we have to be there for them. But we don't learn from everybody. That is why when Paul is talking to Timothy, he takes, tells him to take hold of that word of life. Knowing from whom he has learned from it. In this world, you must know who teaches you and who doesn't. You must know. You must know. He says, but as for you, continue to hold the things that you have learned, of which you are convinced, knowing from whom thou hast learned them from. It's one thing that you are taught, but it's another when you learn. Knowing from whom you learn. Listen, not everybody should teach you. Anybody can teach. But you don't learn from everybody. That's my word here. That's my point. You don't learn. So that's why it says, take heed what you hear. Because everything you hear is the total sum. Are you hearing me? Of the measure that shall be given back to you. That means you are a total sum of everything that you hear. Are you hearing me? But in the other account, he goes deep and he says, Take heed how you hear. That is where I'm at now. In some accounts, he's talking of a what-hearing experience. But in another account, it's a how. He says, Take heed therefore how you hear. For whosoever hath... Listen. Now you see, when it comes to the whom... The what, sorry. Are you hearing me? The rendering is different from the house Because when it comes to the house, it means that to the degree of how... You hear is to the degree certain things in the spirit are supplied to you. Are you hearing me? That is why he says, For whosoever hath, to him it shall be given, and whosoever has not, from him shall be taken or even that which he seemeth to have. So you see, we're shifting from place of what I'm hearing to how I'm hearing it. It's okay, I'm hearing the right word, but am I hearing it the right way? Okay. It's okay that I'm hearing the right message, but am I receiving it the right way? That's important. Because if I lose that picture, then I lose a bigger picture. Now, Psalms 48. It makes sense. He says, as we have heard. Are you with me? He says, as we have heard, so have we seen. Now he's taken us to another level. That a man cannot see if he has not understood the house of responding to what is ministered to him. Forgive the semantics. You'll understand. What is to the measure? How is the place that presents perception in the life of a man? You will never see in the word until you learn how to hear the word. You understand? Because the place of what is the place that distributes measure for you to launch deep. okay? But the place of how is the place that distributes perception vision in the things of the world. And now the Bible says that the revealed things belong unto us and our children forever and ever. You know there is a position that God puts in your soul that will have an effect even on your children's children because of how you hear. That is why in certain forms of scripture the Bible speaks of places where men have to give themselves wholly to these things. That their profiting will what? Will appear unto all men. Where men, you see, I told people, it's one thing when you're the one testifying, God gave me. It's another when men are saying, man, God has given him. Come on, somebody. It's one thing when people say, when somebody says, you know, this is what God has done for me. No, 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 it's another when people say, no. There's something happening in that woman's life. It is different. Hallelujah. That means that this is God Himself testifying through a man about you. Say, Amen. Say it's my portion In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus It's my portion Men shall talk about me Come on say it Men will testify about me Before I even testify Say, Say that they will see it Before I even see it They will feel it Before I even feel it They will respond to it In the name of Jesus Before I even speak about it Say it's mine That's mine And that's what's going to happen. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the name of Jesus went ahead of him. It went ahead. You see, there is a faith which comes when a man has to teach. But there's another that comes when a man starts to move in a certain realm of glory. Because certain principalities and powers start to respond to him in a certain way. That is why the man can land off water and the demon says, what do you want with us? Before he even says anything. It's the same thing. That when you get in situations, you, you, the moment you reach in any place, the world should know you're there. In the name of Jesus Christ. God is creating an atmosphere around you. As this word is being spoken forth. That in every place that you are, men will feel your effect. I decree it upon my life. In the name of Jesus, that in every nation I step, they will feel that Apostle Grace is in town. Put your name. That in every district I step, they will feel that Apostle Grace is in the district. That if I go in a radio station, the machines will testify about me. That when you go on television, come on, somebody, when you enter interviews, the atmosphere changes. They must feel that somebody different entered. They must feel me differently. I say they must feel me differently. They must deal with me differently. In the name of Jesus. I refuse to be dealt with like any other normal man. I refuse that. Recently I was at the airport. And I was... I started to make the lines with white people. And then there was this woman on the door like this. And then she was standing like this making sure that everybody doing the right thing. Then she saw me from afar. She's a puzzle grace. Don't make a lie. (laughs) She didn't give a damn whether they said don't make a lie. Come here. Come here. Come here. Let me help you the back. (laughs) I said yeah. (laughs) She called her. (laughs) Okay. If that doesn't work let me give you another one. One time I reached late to the airport. Very late. And then a white guy removed this stuff and then put it through the machine and then he went. Then it was my turn to what? To come in. He told me. But we are on the same flight with a dude. That's when I realized that some Africans are still colonized. In their heads. He went. So, This guy has a, a black spot here. And he says... You are it. We have closed the what? I said, This is not God. This is another spirit. In my heart. I told him, Sir, you mean you can't help me pass when a guy has just passed with a different color? He said, Even if you do what? A gate is closed. So I distanced myself and I said, God. The devil can't refuse me to travel. I spoke in tongues. A woman I'd never seen came from nowhere. I'd, I'll never forget that day. She said, I'm a supervisor. I said, am a supervisor. enter i'm going to report you to the supervisor if you don't allow him now let me help you sir she carried my box tell your wherever you will go they will free you in the name of jesus in the name of jesus up to today i've never seen her I don't remember her, I don't know where she came from. I don't, but hey. For us, i had seen me early. I promise see you early. Let me tell you, of course, I had a problem with time management, it's true. But the rest is not to the swift. Neither the battle to the strong. But the Bible says, "But happens to them. Don't be deceived. You're not a success because you're the smartest student. No. You're a success simply because you have a commanded blessing. It's upon you. Me, I refuse. I refuse to live normal. I I refuse. And you have to create that atmosphere in your soul. You have to hold this thing inside you. Whatever. Listen, to the degree you give yourself, you put it in yourself and know me, I'm different. I'm different. I am different. In the name of Jesus. I am different. Hallelujah. Even when you go for interviews, don't go for them and say, Come on, I pray in the name of Jesus. I was sharing with people when I was coming with them in the car and I told them, see, There is a level where nothing can refuse you even if it's not the will of God. In that realm you just need maturity to know this is permissible but not beneficial. But all things are lawful to you in a certain place. There is a place in God where you can't be denied. There is a certain level you can reach in the anointing and even the devil knows this one I can't deny him. He's the one who chooses by reason of maturity to take what is beneficial and live what is permissible. That's what the Bible calls the liberty of the spirit. We're free. I'm free. I am free. I am free to live the life I must live in this world. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know how you're going to look like by the end of the service. Can I go deeper? You see... We all know the scripture that we're, even though we are in this world, we are not of this world. I many of you know that scripture? And for many years I used to think that when the Bible says that they are not of the world, even as they are not of the world, I used to ask God, then of which world are we? Because it seems obvious to every individual that when the Bible says that you're not of this world, it means that you're of the heavenly world, okay? King, you're the heavenly kingdom, Zion, and all these things, okay? Do you understand? But then I started to realize that if all men are of Zion, then how be it that the laws of the Spirit respond differently to men who are on the same wavelength, even though they all be in the same world? Are you getting me? Because I understand when you say that we are all of Zion. And that's the truth infallible. You cannot take it away. That's the truth. We're of Zion. That's the truth. But then I used to ask myself the one question. If we are all in Zion, why is it that people, all Christians, have different results? And spiritual laws respond differently to particular individuals. There had to be something about, even though the fact that we we're in the same world, they had to be, there was a difference in glory. And the Bible says, and each third differs in glory. Are you with me? I used to ask myself a question. So, one time the Lord told me something, and I'm going to share it with you, and I'm going to qualify it by the scriptures. God told me, when I create your world, the difference between your world and their world is simple. That the distinctions of Zion ought to give every man the freedom to define his own world in Zion. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. What the difference between Zion and this world is that this world, whether it's gravity, you can, you all go down. But in Zion, a man can refuse gravity. In his world. And another man can embrace gravity in his world. Because why? The liberty of the spirit is available never forget that are you with me now i realize that when we are all in zion we all carry access that's what the bible says that god is no respecter of persons but any man that dares to come on him he works in other words any man which is available in that realm he has access but here is the secret that when you are in zion you don't live in the world of Zion. No, you define your world in Zion. (laughs) That is why he says that, let these scriptures or these words not depart from you. And he says, And thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according as it is written. He says, For then then shall you make your way prosperous and have good success. In other words, there is, In in Zion, there is no prosperity for all. In Zion, there is prosperity for the man who wants to be prosperous. You make your way. That's why they are poor Christians. You get it? They don't have empowerment programs in Zion. They have independent spirits that are ready to make decisions on what course they want to follow. That is crazy. And I'm going to explain that in a while. Because if it says, this book of the law, listen, shall not depart of thy mouth, that means you speak the word. Every time you speak the word. Are you hearing me? You speak the word. And the next line says, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That means every day you're thinking the word you're speaking. You're imagining the word you're thinking. You're in that word and you're putting yourself inside. Now listen, 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 listen. He didn't say, and thou will observe. He said, that thou mayst observe to do. In other words, the doing is not a commandment. No. The doing is a result as of a man who thinks and meditates it every day. When you start to sink it and speak it on your life and meditate it, before you know it, when a lame man comes, you'll find yourself making him low. You, you 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 want labor to believe. Because the place of believing will be substituted for the time to save, to heal. This book. Now, see how God is obvious. Speak this word every day. Meditate every day. You'll observe to do. It will be automatic. You'll just find yourself. Some say, But how come some of us don't do miracles? How much time do you give it? How much time do you speak it? When moment you start to say, I'm rich, I'm blessed, I'm above, I'm not beneath, I'm this, I'm that. The moment you start, the word of God starts to operate on you. Before you know it, it starts to produce the results of the things that you're thinking and speaking upon your life. That's the mystery of the word. But you see, here's the beauty. He says, you shall make thy way. That means God says, I sent my word. You choose how much you want. Do you want to pastor 10 people? Pastor 10. Do you want to pastor 20? Pastor 20. I know some of us were called for 30. No. Do you want to pastor 30? You make your way prosperous. Do you want to have one shop, two shops, three businesses or five? Do you want to have it in Uganda or Africa? you understand? Mention. I mean, if that God can tell you, do you want nations? He's not even talking about a job offer. He's asking me, do you want nations? Ask. Do you understand where I'm coming from? If God can grant you a nation, how about a job? How about a kiosk? You know, I've never seen a country that loves being boss like Ugandans. Even a man with an empty kiosk he can say, o mwana." He's in a phone booth this side. But he says, but he also left somebody there. God quicken you in Jesus' mighty name. But it's good faith, Hallelujah! It's working faith, praise the Lord. I say, Oh Moana, Hallelujah. Okay, now come, come back to me here. So when the Bible says that thou shall make your way, thy way, prosperous, thy way prosperous, that means you, you can determine how prosperous you're going to be not apostle grace not any man of god teaching no you can determine now even with a pen and paper and say now i've made up my mind i've increased what i want are you hearing me because the word i told people one time the word would not be having dangerous words like whatsoever you ask those are very. That's very. Do you know? Listen. Unless you didn't. Unless you don't understand how some of us take the word seriously. But when you tell me whatsoever, Apostle Grace, I think. Well, how can it? Whatsoever you ask. When, whatsoever. Come on. Let your mind run a bit wilder. Whatsoever. You ask. When you pray. Why why are you having issues? Listen. He said whatsoever you ask. Whatsoever. What? Man, God help us. God help us. Because I cannot think that we have this kind of liberty. And Christians are still living the way they are living. Whatsoever you ask. Now, if a generation understands only that line, <laughs> men are going to start manufacturing money in their bathrooms. Somebody else says, I need rent. You say, Let me come. These guys were there one time when a young woman asked me for rent. You remember? You remember? Who was there? Who remembers that Khaled testifying? You remember? You remember? This girl came and told me, I need rent. I asked her, how much? Two million. And I said, God is going to send it to you. And she said, Amen. She testified, you are there. So she said, one time she walked out of her room. And while she was going to the gate, money, two million, fell down. And she saw, now, I wish I was lying. Who was there when she was testifying? Put up your hand and I said e, woman I wish she shot more arrows. it's that radical with God all things are possible so may well, I think I'm entering a certain place where well, I will tell somebody go in my bedroom and I will locate money where it wasn't there's another girl one time she was called Gloria in Kumba. She told me, Apostle, me, I need some coins in my bag. She said it jokingly, I told it, be done unto you. My God, for one week, her bag was just full of coins. The coins just come. She said, every morning I empty the bag, I find more coins. I empty the bag and I, oh, what's up, your coin? That is why me, I no longer ask silly things. No, when I'm going to ask, I really ask. Don't ask for silly things, God. If you can only give me 30,000. <laughs> only 30,000. My life will remain... Come on. Listen. We're supposed to be living in a place where our visions scare men to read. Somebody reads your story and they, they just get scared. <laughs> you understand And he says, No, know that? you you must be mad I I pray you start writing mad things I pray you start writing things that you can't do one time God told me something it seems general knowledge but it is not he told me if your dream can be fulfilled by a man it's not mine God wants to do in your life something that no man can fulfill that if a man will look at it and says no that took God That, that one took God. That one took God to happen in your life. That's why if you're doctors, be doctors that would take God to make. Be engineers that would take God to make. Be businessmen that would take God to The men look at you and say, no, this is something else. It's not subject to URA. It's not subject to the economy. It doesn't listen to the volatility of the currency. It is just different. And as long as the Lord starts to reveal these things, position yourselves. Because everything revealed is ours. Somebody say amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Now, when the Bible says in Isaiah 48 that as let's go back. We have Psalms 48 where we are. Then he says, as we have had, so have we seen in the city of the Lord. It means that when we're talking about the, because the city of the Lord, I know many of you understand, is Jerusalem, right? New Jerusalem. You understand? The line of promise where men live in the fullness of all things. That experience is not for men who only listen to the right message, but who yield to the degree that is necessary for them to see the things they must see. Because the house of the Word positions a man to the perception of the Spirit through the Word of God. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? You see, let me make you understand this. We are born of the Spirit, if you're born again. And being born of the Spirit means that everything we do in its own is spiritual. Do you understand? Even when you blink like this. It is spiritual. Do you understand? That is why the Bible says that he makes his servants, what? For they are like a wind. You know it is not where it blows. It blows wherever it listeth. But the Bible says you feel it when it comes to you. You get it? In know, as we carry a certain place where we carry certain properties of the Holy Spirit, we are represented like that in the other realm. We might look physical men, but there's a way we move in the spirit. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? It's like a wind. And the scriptures also carry a certain representation of the spirit of God as, as the wind. Okay? That's why the Bible says, cast not the king. List least that which has wings. What? we Will take the matter. You get where I'm coming from. Now, that said, when I tell you that in the spirit realm or in Zion, or in this place where God has given a flat line, for every man to determine their way prospers. Because of how men don't see the way they must see. Because they didn't listen the best way they ought to have heard. You get it? Even though they had the right word. It means that many people carry frustration simply because of how they yield to the things of the Spirit. How they yield to the word it seems so simple until you understand its implication i'll give you an example let me give you an example when god appeared to the children of israel he told them that i'm going to take you to a land flowing with milk and honey you understand he didn't say i'm going to take you to a land with cows and bees Because if he said, I'm taking you to a land with cows and bees, it meant they didn't need to ask whether there would be honey or milk. Because the, the entities that produce those products are available. If I give you a cow, and you see its udders are swollen, you don't worry about milk. You get it? Because it's a cow. Now, look at the way this God, who calleth the things that are not as all they are. He tells the man, the land I'm taking you into is not going to have cows or bees. But I promise you, it's going to have milk and it's going to have honey. (laughs) That is the total sum of the life of every Christian. Sadly, certain men go in that land and look for cows. And when they don't see cows they say but why is it that me i have believed you god for these years and then i'm not seeing answers i have prayed i have fasted then they come again see and then they don't see cows and then they go back and they say but you said there was going to be milk why because the reasonable explanation for them is that when god promises milk there has to be a cow or where they expect honey there has to be a bee welcome to the world where milk and honey flow when there is no cow where there is no bee but brother it has to flow so is the life of the spirit are we getting somewhere So I wake up in the morning and I must believe for milk with no cows. I must believe for honey with no bees. And God is telling me you don't need a bee to get honey. You don't need a cow to get milk. And then a man says but I'm believing God for this. I've not seen it. It's simple. You're waiting for products to explain. <laughs> You're waiting for entities to explain. And that is why Christianity has become legalistic more than revelational. Because they think that every man who carries a product in the spirit must have a certain process. And God frustrates processes. Are you hearing me? Because as you grow in the dimensions of the spirit, you realize there are shortcuts. And I'll teach that soon. I was telling people. Because I've been studying quantum physics. I told people. And I realized that there there are shortcuts in higher dimensions. You see, there are things. You see, houses you never built. What's the process? Vineyards you never planted. What is the process? I shall give you lands for which you inhabited not before. What is the process? Blessing. For so you say no. May I have to work hard for everything I have? When a Christian tells you, "I've worked so hard for everything I have," you just realize this. they don't—they've not even entered the gate of Zion. The blessing of God is there to give you something that you can't work for. I am positioning myself every day to drive cars I never bought, to enter houses I never built, and somebody says. But I'm too spoiling people because they're going to stop working hard. Listen, then God must be the master spoiler. He can't get Jacob a tent dweller and gets Esau a hunter and the hunter goes to hunt and the mother of Jacob cooks game meat. The way the father wants to feel it, he knows the voice is of a man who doesn't work hard. But the manifestation of the spirit is of a man who works hard. You don't understand what I'm trying to say. That is why Paul boasts in infirmity. He knows that when I am weak, then I am strong. you know me that scripture? It means that your greatest weakness is your greatest strength. Oh, I've tried to lock my zipper, failed. It's because you're strong. Your greatest weakness is your greatest strength. Jesus knew it. He knew Judas was a thief. He made him keep the money. I don't know that you understand. He knew the guy was a thief. He told him your weakness is your greatest strength. You keep the money, who is a thief? But he does hey, hey, hey oh, that one is a thief, don't give him money. Jesus says, no, me that's the one I'm going to give money. Because these laws in the Spirit don't qualify men by works. They qualify men by faith. In Numbers 13, Moses sent spies. He tells them, go check. See the expectations. That's why, that's why you must understand why Moses was a stammerer. Because the mighty orator spoken of by Stephanos, are you hearing me, must have been the man which understood the mastermind of the father to draw men to a particular dispensation where they would be equipped enough with enough dose of utterance. That the ardent line of every minister, which is equipped in this line, is very simple, qualification. They are equipped in all utterance that they will come short in no gift. Because they are skilled in the doctrine of righteousness and they cannot stay babes. And because they cannot stay babes, in the presence of God, they don't blubber like babies. They speak like mature people. Because babies are the ones who are in the presence of God and say, ah." You understand? That's how babies speak. But you see, the mighty orator that Stephanos sees, the guy mighty in words, he must have beheld a certain pattern in Moses that the world didn't behold. Are you hearing me? But you see, that is why people must understand. Moses was not legal. I qualified it one day. Yeah. Moses was not under the law. Yeah. No, he brought the law, but he was not under the law. That's, right. That's why I told them, and that shall be a witness against you. He said, "In the Sibirium, maybe I'm going. To, he said, "That shall be a witness against I, good, Moses." The Bible says he was a lawgiver. He wasn't a lawyer. You hear the language and he refused to take them to lead them by the way of the philistine even though it was shorter for he knew they seeing woe should turn back he refused to lead them yet he's the one leading but he says god refused to lead those israelites but me i knew the way i could have made it moses was deep moses was deep that's why jesus expounds himself from moses he goes into moses and tells them no me i was in the thing me and moses understood that's why at the transfiguration the ministration of Moses could only make ah. Do you understand where I'm coming from? It could only be established by the prophet and the, and the what? And the law. You get where I'm coming from? Now, let's go a bit deeper here. So, in Numbers 13, he tells them, go. Okay. Let's begin probably from quickly because many of you are married and you need to go back and attend to your husbands. Say amen. amen. Yeah. Let's begin with the 17th verse. Moses sent them to spy. He sent guys to spy, yeah? And the Bible says, And Moses said unto them, "Spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain. And see the land which, what it is. Listen. And the people that dwelleth therein, whether they be strong or weak. You see, you've already created. Oh, 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 oh. There is even a provision that they can be strong. Okay, you'll understand. Few or many. Are you hearing me? And what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad. But God told him. Some people think that Moses didn't go to the promised land because he smit the rock three times. But I beg to differ. Moses had another spirit. I'll explain that whether, he says, you take the land whether it is good or bad, this is a promised land. God told him, this land is flowing with milk and honey. I don't expect you Moses to send spies to find out. Now do you understand why marriages are failing? You're still testing him. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? He told him, the land I'm sending you to is flowing with milk and honey. It is good you're sending spies to check whether the land is good or bad whether the men are strong or weak how you understand where i'm coming from and what the next verse say and what the land uh, and what the land whether it be fat or lean whether they be wood therein or not and be of good courage and bring up the fruit of the land now, for the time was the time of the first fruit grapes. Go to 27. 27. Mm. Uh-huh. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us. And surely it flowed with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Are you hearing me? It's true they saw milk and honey. No cows? Let's continue. And the next verse says, Listen, listen. Nevertheless, Moses is fierce. The people be strong. Everything became opposite. that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Uh-huh. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea, by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. He says, <laughs> Let us go back again. Spies were reporting what they saw. Caleb said, Hey, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong here. He said, Let us what? Go up our hands and possess it. For we are well able. Don't say we are unable. He sent us there. That means he he could not send you where there was no victory. How can you say that the giants are bigger? The hold is closer. I would have done it. Some guy was driving a taxi with writings behind. 20 cose. Nayabo. You understand? We would have worked, but some people. You understand? Do you know there are people who give excuses of why they're not a success? They blame everybody except themselves. I would have been this, but my uncle. I would have been that, but my auntie. Hush. 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 What your uncle is doing to you. Are you hearing me? If it can't kill the cow, the kind of cow that gives milk here. I wish you understand what I'm saying. If whatever your auntie and auntie and cousin uncle is doing to you, if it cannot kill the kind of bee in Canaan, the one, not this one, this one you can express disease and they die. What I'm trying to tell you is simple. If I carry milk and you can't see my cow, there is no way you can frustrate me. Because I carry an affirmation of the kind of cow I carry. This cow is not physical. But boy, when you drink the milk, you will know it is milk. That is the problem the disciples of Jesus had. There is a man we phone, He was casting out devils in your name. He doesn't follow us. Mark said he doesn't follow us. Luke said he doesn't follow with us. Now there's a problem. When they were teaching us how to cast out devils, the guy wasn't there. When we were in seminary, he wasn't there. When we were in b- 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 this uh, uh, d- <spiral Les�> one, <goodnessness> uh, th- th- what, Bible school, he wasn't there. When they were releasing the first 11, he wasn't with Bishop gundi, he wasn't with Apostle gundi, he wasn't with Evangelist gundi, like but there is something on him. <eta> again, <resonance> God is about to do things in your life that man cannot explain. Oh! Come on. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is about to put something on you. People will say, no, this wasn't on Benny Hinn. This is not on Oyakilome. This one is not on Robert Kayan. This is not on any man. This is on him. This kind of milk, we don't know it's cow. I laughed. I love that we are getting in a place of being unpredictable. (laughs) Because no man will say, ah, Abba Faba, Abba Yamba. No. Nobody will bust and say no. If it wasn't for me, that woman would be nowhere. No. People will look at you and say, nobody did this in her life. There was no cow. No bee. But there was milk. There was honey. That means we are going to flow in a grace of which sources men can't explain. Get ready to be called cult. Because anything men don't understand is carrots. Carrots. You mean that? Get ready to be called those names. But don't worry. Jesus, I mean, a man saw Jesus and says, no, this is the son of Beelzebub. This is a prince of belzebub this this one if they saw Je- a man saw jesus and said no this is belzebub this is Belzebub. you can't be like this that is my prayer for you that god does something in your life that will take too much humility for some men to accept simple. If they can see the cash cow, they can explain the milk. But the man says, what eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, what has not entered the hearts of any man, he says, I have prepared for them that love me. And I have revealed it unto them by my spirit. Now, Caleb carries something that no man has seen. Manange, this world is in danger. Uganda is too small for you. I'm starting to sing. Uganda is becoming too small. Listen. I wish, some, I wish you get some people here and open their heart and see what is there. You will run mad. My goodness me. My goodness me. I remember in university, I used to get slain by the visions not that there was an answer or that the man of God was speaking. No. I would see my future and I think. Because it was too much. Now I've learned to hold myself a bit and cry. Why? Because that's who we are. You have to get to a point where even you, your vision scares you. When, when you think about it, say... in other words, handle me well. Something else, come on, turn to your neighbor next and tell him, handle me well. <laughs> because certain things are about to change. Talk to me nicely. You're going to get to places not because you're proud, no. But because you're too up there. <laughs> and yes, we'll step down to earth. But very deep, very anointed, very rich, very blessed. Nobody guards, no nothing but deep. Tell your neighbor me, that's my story. That's why the Bible says, and because of this, we speak with plainness of speech because I know where I'm going I'm not ashamed to tell you come on tell somebody something tell somebody something because seeing then we have such hope we use great plainness of speech so that when it happens men will say Sakugamba 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 I used to tell my friends Lendi Anything that happens in your life, don't say too much, it's just say Saba You become a prophet. Sometimes what's the day today? Do it what? I can't wait for 29th. Mass is new every morning. The path of the just. The longer they live. The, the ways of the right living people. Put your name. The ways of Grace Rubega. Glow with light. The longer he lives. The brighter...
1: I can't wait for tomorrow! I can't wait!
0: I can't wait for February!
1: I can't wait for March! I can't wait for
0: April! John gets hit by that revelation and he says, Come quickly, Lord Jesus! Come! That is why when I wake up in my bed, I must
1: go like, Urgh!
0: I tell him good morning, twenty You be how? I'm here. Sawami. Sawami. Death has to wait. We have to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Tell it if he waits answer waits me I can't die now can't. that is sinful to the Lord hey pride, no, seeing I have such hope I speak plainly the people who die don't look like you you understand when I look at you, I, you don't look like the people who die, early. the people who die I have a way they look. Let me see if I can show you one. Let me look, Tomanya. They didn't attend today.. <laughs> can't die. I don't know if you understand. We still have a lot to do. Come on. The man said I'd fainted, but I refused to faint, because I was still believing. Are you with me? Now, you see Moses provided for it. Check the land, whether it's good or bad. You see, that's a problem when you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you die immediately the scriptures tell you those guys they were swallowed by the ground because the ground curses such things it's very serious Caleb said no let's, let's go for this thing you can't say Let's go to the 14th verse. 14th chapter, sorry, the 6th verse. I want to finish. Numbers 14. And Joshua, listen, the son of who? No, 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 whatever. And who? The son of? Oh yeah, that one. Jeff what? Jeff. People, get names. You're pregnant. Come on. Firstborn, Jeffune. Praise the Lord. Aha, uh-huh, let's continue. Which... And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. Are you hearing me? And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we possessed through to search it, we passed through, sorry, to search it, is exceeding. Don't call it funny. Yes, prostitutes scape us. Kept us sorry. Drunkards were bypassing us. But the word was spoken that the land sees through the eyes of what God spoke, regardless of the circumstance around you. If He said that you will see my goodness, don't expect trouble. You know, there are preachers who love some lines. You know, life is not a bed of roses. Today you are up. Down. It's the reality. Come on. It's not the reality. The Bible calls Jesus the reality. There would not have been joy unspeakable, full of glory. Mm-mm. Unspeakable, full of glory. It's possible to live above attack. It's possible. That even if it's, people look at it like attack, you're so above it, you're so above it. That's why a man can sit in prison and he tells the church in Colossians, I, I'm joining with you. He's in prison, but he's dancing because he knows chains eh, are not his imprisonment. He can speak in tongues and these bonds just break. That's why I was sharing with some believers the other day. I told them, you see, you'll forgive me, but I have a problem when you have to sit thousands of people down and start to teach them about which demon does what, which demon does what. I told people, look, think about it. In the days of the early church, demons were taught about Paul. They sit in demon school and they tell them, we want now to introduce you to a principality called Apostle Grace. What's your name? So when the demons came from, from Demon Bible School They found the sons of Sceva And they said no, we've studied about Jesus We've studied about Paul Fanero Rubega Grace Who are you? Do you see where I come from? I mean to say demons should study you. almost every Uganda name has a demon. Oh, you understand? But you see. Zion. <laughs> you understand? Are you with me? They would teach us demons, and then you go back home shaking like this. Over which demon. You see, I had not planned to go this way, but can I go there? Can I go there for one minute? Lamentations, 5-7. Are we there? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, read that word and say, and say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Servants have ruled over us. There is none that does deliver us out of the hand. We got our bread with the peril of our lives because of the sword of the wilderness. Our skin was black like an oven because of the terrible famine. They ravished the women of Zion and the maids in the cities of Judah. Now, let's ask the question. Begin from the first verse. The man said, Remember us, O Lord, what is come upon us. Consider and behold our this is, This is... This is a lamenter speaking. It's not God. I don't know that you understand me. This is a man lamenting to God. It is not God saying that when you die, the sin of your children will follow you. No, this is a lamenter lamenting. I don't know that you understand. I don't know that you understand. This is a man praying the way, like you remember Daniel? Oh, we have sinned. Oh, that is why, that's why the desolation has not yet come. Oh, God, we are suffering. They say, no, I'm come to give you with wisdom and skill. It's not about sinning. You miscalculated the times. <laughs> you see, eh? it's the same thing here. This dude is making his own loose prayer. Like somebody can go to God and say, God, what did I do to deserve this? Then they quote him. Then you say, ah, the Bible says that you deserve what? You. <laughs> this was just a lamenter. And people quoted God. He didn't say, that saith the Lord. No. That's why it says that this saying shall not be said anymore in Israel. That the fathers have eaten of bitter fruits. And their children's teeth are set on the edge. The soul that sinned shall die. You're not responsible for your grandfather's witchcraft. When a man is born again, he becomes a new creation in Christ Jesus. And behold, the old is past. And now the new. And all things are God. Everything is of God. You walk like God. You talk like God. You dance like God. You come on. Don't be mistaken. We rebuked demons. Ask bishop. Because we used to rebuke them together. Up to now we still do. But there were those days in a super custom. You understand? But people were not delivered. So you realize somebody is vomiting things but they're not getting out of it and you saying but i think this has to be a problem how be that i'm rebuking things that never leave bring a person with a demon i'll prove to you that i can you see but i want a man delivered, then i can teach them that they'll stay free but for you some christians they want to live bound all their lives there has to be something okay let's finish this let's finish this let's finish this so Caleb hashes. Joshua, they go. Let's continue. What did they say? Let's finish that. Uh-huh. And they spoke unto the children. Hey, hey, hey. And they spoke unto the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search, it's an exceeding good land. Uh-huh. And what happens? And if the Lord delighteth in us, then He will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. And what does the twenty third verse say? Begin from twenty second. Uh huh. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice, surely. They shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoked me see it. Was Moses among them? Next verse. But my servant. Apostle Grace. Because. Put your name. He has another spirit with him. And has followed me fully. Him will I bring into the land wine until he went and his seed look at 11 look at 11 the seed is the word his message will possess the land that means if you're a preacher your ministry will possess the land if you're a businessman your business will possess the land why because you took god for his word regardless of the fact that i couldn't see cows and i didn't see bees that is the problem with Christians you're waiting for the sign Cow sign B let me tell you what sign they ought to be simply the word the word stop explaining how it's going to come just position yourself and know it must come I don't know how your next promotion is going to come I don't know whether somebody will have to be fired. I don't care. I just know promotions come from neither East nor West, but they come from the Lord. I don't know how your next job is going to come. I don't know who's going to knock on your door tomorrow to give you business. I don't know who's going to marry you this year. I don't know who's going to propose to you. But I'm fully persuaded. Look into the books. The Bible says, None shall lack her mate. In other words, he's yours before you even get him. So how can you say, they took my man? They can't take your man. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Get to your feet. Get to your feet. Are you ready to drink milk and honey without bees and cows? Tell God I'm ready! Now, I want you to open your mouth in two minutes and start to speak things men with milk and honey without bees and cows say i believe speak begin from i believe that i am this i am that say it
1: oh hey hey
0: hey i believe I believe I believe
1: I believe
0: I decree upon your life you are a success without cows and bees you receive milk and honey you don't need networks you don't need men you don't need anything All you needed was God. And he said, I'm with you. Can you say something crazy? Can you say something crazy? Oh! You're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. In this room is the greatest men and women that ever walked the surface of this house. Give the Lord a mighty hand to have a praise. can't shout they are looking for cows and bees Not close this without giving somebody an opportunity to take the Lord Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. If you're here, you want to become born again, please put up your hand and we pray with you. Now you're saying, Me to die, one Jesus. Put up. Hey, God bless you. Who else? You want to be born again? Put up your hand. Who else? God bless you. Who else? God bless you Who else put up and say I want Jesus Even you If you put up your hand Repeat these words after me Say Lord Jesus I believe in my heart And I confess With my mouth That you died And rose again From today The 28th Of January I'm born again Amen. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Funero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at funerocampala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.funero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at UMA Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at Livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero, make manifest.